Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at ausbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello and welcome to the COB on the 23rd of February. It's great to have you with us and I'm here with Annette Beecher. Hey, how was the day, Annette? It doesn't feel like Tuesday. It sort of <laughs> starts to feel like Thirsty Thursday already. We've had a big, another big day today. We had everything down except a handful of commodity stocks like BHP and, and Fortescue, but then all the financials clawed back and, uh, and actually had a good day, particularly Bank of Queensland market loves that merger mm. with ME. So even though they went ex-dividend, the uh, share price told us otherwise. Yeah, excellent. Uh, I will say that the best performer was AUB. So we'll talk about reporting season in just a sec. The worst performer on the 200 was Afterpay, down by 7.3%. So yes. really reflecting some of those big falls in tech in the US, which of course, Annette, relates yeah. to this reflation trade, which brings me to the big event tonight, which is Jay Powell speaking. What are you anticipating? It's, actually, it will be the test because there's a fine line here between sanctioning what is a better looking economy, uh, but do they want bond yields to be this high this quickly? So it is a tightrope. You certainly don't want to play down inflation expectations because that is why you stimulate for so long and so hard, which is what we've seen from the Fed. And yet I don't think they want bond yields here um, this high either. So I think expectations are for him to be soothing, soothing tones, but I think Dovish would be going too far. Right. So he's going to stick to script that they are still willing to run inflation hot, mm -hmm. that they still want to see the jobs market improve and that there are no asset bubbles. No. And there are still risks. You have to always still acknowledge that um, vaccines are not the panacea to a perfect economy going forward. There are still um, hiccups and strains. And I think, unfortunately, I read half a million US citizens have died of COVID. So it's certainly too soon to say the economic recovery is here and now. Absolutely. Okay. In this environment, though, we have seen the Australian dollar few flying. <laughs> <laughs> and no one, no one denies the fact that uh, the 
commodity price cycle. That's still the Australian story. Um, after the Chinese holiday last week, daily and futures jumped like 7% Friday. And I think today um, we're up to $175. Let's not forget producers like BHP can produce iron ore at $20. So it's uh, a massive, massive profit uh, for Australia and gives a good tailwind to the Aussie. It does put the RBA in a pickle. Um, we we did speak to a couple of economists today um, after that RBA saturation earlier this month. We've heard absolutely nothing since then. And I guess it's a bit unfortunate that they were sort of congratulating themselves that stimulus had kept a lid on the Aussie dollar. And of course, it's higher. Uh, than it has been. It looks like 79 used to be a ceiling and now it's a floor. <laughs> yeah, right. And we've heard, you know, 84. I know speaking with a Sean technical Callow from Westpac just talking yesterday that they'd need to revise up their Aussie dollar forecasts and look no further than commodities. I mean, today we had BHP cracking that $50 mark, finishing up by close to 3%. Copper flying, energy prices doing really well. Gold. So gold. Yeah. You think it's going to increasingly come to the party as well? That's the tough one because the reason why gold is losing its shine is because real yields have picked up. And of course, gold is, is lovely to hold, but it doesn't yield anything, which is why it has been thriving in this negative yield environment. So there's no real reason for gold to rally right now with, with bond yields where they are. Well, you can't ignore reporting season forever in a podcast on a day like today. Okay, so maybe we didn't have the big blue chips reporting today, but I actually think today was one of the busiest. I mean, we didn't mm. get to spend enough time on all the individual companies, really. really. There's no way that you could have. My net phone was the best performer of the companies on my watch list that reported. Uh, the share price up by 13%. If you'd like to listen to our interview with the CEO, it is accessible via the show notes. Obviously, investors liking the outlook. Adbri is another one, spoke with the CEO. Share price up more than 10%. I think that's an interesting one because there's been so much enthusiasm about building, about stimulus yeah. and the housing market. You had a chat with Matt Hassan today. We we did. Um, just quickly on Adbri yeah. though, they gave no forward guidance and normally the, the, yeah. the stock market gets gets hit on that, but I think it is about construction. But yes, turning to Westpac, they've got a, a fabulous call of 20% house price appreciation, which is fantastic if you're an existing homeowner, uh, but you'd be crying into your latte if you're looking to buy, primarily due to interest rates this low for this long. Um, people are rethinking, uh, do I need to work from home in a city or in the regions? Uh, basically, though, Matt Hassan was saying they actually had a 10% rise for next year they've just brought it forward and expect a 10 percent rise this year as well that's a very bullish that's call 20 percent. i mean i'm not fantastic at maths but everybody can figure yeah, that one out that's a big look one. if you want to buy a house annette i think it's safe to say you're not buying lattes for the foreseeable future nor are you having smashed avocado no. if we revisit that old chestnut so um adbri yeah looking pretty good we've got a motor on through this podcast because i'll be speaking with oil searches ceo shortly that company was up by six percent today so i'll find out about the outlook and we'll be playing that interview for you early tomorrow morning look on the flip side though we saw quick step holdings underperforming down by eight percent adore beauty is another one look it was a good result uh, many of the analysts that we spoke to just calling it a bit exy that includes june Lu. you can mm. listen to her picks from today's reports via the show notes and adore beauty was the stock of the day so let's take a listen in to hear what 
Gary Glover from Nova's Capital and Carl Kapulinga from Think Markets had to say about Adore Beauty. The premier um, online retail, it's a pure online play. Yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, that's attractive in itself. So, um, you know, these online marketplaces, very low overheads, uh, high margins. Uh, and as I said, you know, growth in subscribers uh, th through the roof. I mean, uh, you know, triple digit sort of uh, growth in subscribers, you know, uh, nearly 100% growth in revenues. Um, I'm going to pass on this one. I think it's the right stock. I just think it's too expensive at these levels. Um, you know, I haven't followed it a lot since the listing, but I'm, I'm just looking at the numbers now. And I'm saying that they listed it at a great price uh, for, for the owners, for the vendors, because it is fully valued here. Definitely getting a lot of traction, a lot of positive um, growth there. So it does look really good here. Um, I'm sort of, I'm a little bit with Cal here a little bit. I, I like sort of watching these new stocks trade for a bit first. Right. But there's, there's actually uh, a certain pattern which the new IPOs tend to follow. They, they generally do come on a little bit hot initially. Right. And then they go through like a little three wave sort of correction where some of the heat comes yep. out of it early. And then it's sort of, then, it, then they start to build. And it does look, does look pretty interesting here, but. So keep a watch on Yeah. And so there's the word of the day in terms of Adore Beauty. Seems to be that it's just a little bit expensive. People want to see this company approve itself. Of course, this is the maiden result coming from Adore Beauty. Yeah, it, it was. I guess there's a, just a feeling that has all the activity been front-loaded is, is sort of what they're thinking. How many soy candles do you need? was sort of how I put it to one of our analysts this afternoon. <laughs> so. How many mascaras, <laughs> how many skin treatments? I could use a few right now, now that we're nearing the end <laughs> of reporting season. Okay, um, look, Seek, Western Areas, Jade Education, Jumbo Interactive. I mean, the list is long. A lot of the CEO interviews that we did today, again, you know, will be on the website if they're not up there already. It's always worthwhile, I think, to hear from the horse's mouth what the plans are in terms of the outlook and in terms of what's to come um, going forward. I think a post-COVID is sort of a, a common theme, no matter what company uh, you have, but definitely anything to do with uh, cloud computing, software, online access, online shopping, all of that has just COVID has just brought forward all this activity. And so in some cases, it's like, okay, you've brought forward five years worth of innovation. What's next? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the market's now looking for is what's next. And also, you know, you've been through the pandemic. You've cost, you've cut costs, probably not a lot of fat left. You know, there's been big changes made. So I always like finding out if they're actually going to be stronger you know, fighting fit coming out of this experience. Uh, another big thematic today has been the fact that we've seen Facebook and the federal government mm. come to an agreement. Uh, the treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, is uh, speaking just as we record this podcast. It'll be interesting then to hear from Hugh Marks, the outgoing CEO of Nine Entertainment tomorrow. He'll be sitting down with Kashi in the wake of the results tomorrow. And that, you know, caps off yet another, what will be another great day of, uh, of chats with business leaders in Australia. Always good to get their take on how they see the economy going, considering, you know, if we make another segue, innovation, expenditure, um, you know, investment. We'll be getting the CapEx mm -hmm. read later this week. Yes, we will. Those puzzle pieces for GDP will be rolling in tomorrow. Tomorrow we get uh, construction, uh, housing construction. No one's looking for anything just yet. We did speak to Paul Bloxham uh, today. He's saying it's too soon to expect those big numbers, but they're coming. He thinks it's a Q1 story. And then Thursday we get um, business investment, which is a big one because uh, a, a big thing coming from this reporting season is the reason why we're getting all these 
dividends is these companies are cashed up. Now, are they ready to invest? I think the answer is no, not yet. So I don't think we'll get any great numbers coming out on Thursday, uh, but I think it could be a good year for, uh, for investment next year. Well, we will see, won't we? Okay, um, I am not going to run you through all the companies that are reporting. Uh, trust us, we'll cover them all for you. We hope to see you for the live stream at 8.30. And if not, join us for the COB this time tomorrow and we'll recap it for you. Annette, um, yeah, let's go have a glass of water, maybe a glass of wine. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. <laughs> 